Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool, okay. I'm on. I'm turning it on. I'm turning it on. What are you turning yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The personality. The performance. Oh, I the see. The razzmatazz. Oh, Ollie Davis is We're back. We're live. Oh, oh, my oh God. God. Oh, I've absolutely knocked something over. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the audio podcast that is No Rolls Barred. Oh, we, have we started? I think we've started. Oh, is that, is that, that the actual me? start? No, no, I just said that to warm myself up. Uh, welcome everybody. Um, as you can tell, it's it's me and Ollie uh, hey. introducing this one, aren't we? A bunch of chuckles. <laughs> um, and yes, yeah, so first of all, thank you so much to the fifty plus backers we have on Patreon, which enabled us to to bring you this podcast. Our first milestone was reached in a week of the Patreon being launched, which is amazing. The fifty. It sounds like a sort of Marvel sect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a, a, fa- a fantasy legion. Or our crazy 88. They're sort yes. of like our, hit, our hench people that we can use to kill all other podcasts. Yeah, and board games. You're yeah. our hit squad, guys. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Uh, so, yeah, this is the first uh, episode of the public pod, uh, podcast where we're just going to be giving you guys the, the audio for No Rolls Bard so you can catch it on the go, as you say, while you're at the gym or... When uh, when other the people driving driving commuting when you yeah. haven't got the data on That's the underground right. yeah of course or going cross country where there isn't great reception <laughs> um, when you are just sneaking in in class yeah you of ever course. used to do that run the earphone up your inside sleeve oh no pop it in the palm of your hand my god and and just rest your head on it oh. and then you can listen to music in class while Dr Lapine talks about some nonsense about <laughs> history. So uh, a straight A student there, Ollie Davis, oh, yeah. encouraging the youth of today to uh, bunk off school. Do the people say bunk? I'm an bunk, well, it's, it's, in the, it's, it's to help this. It's a 50 task. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the 50, yes. the 5-0. Our, our, our core 50. Uh, so yeah, welcome to, to the show. Um, oh, this is going to be a short introduction to kind of catch you up on what No Rolls Bard is and what the rules of the game are before we drop you straight into the first episode. Uh, so uh, if you don't mind, Ollie, obviously I am, you know, I, I, I helped can come up with Take it away. these rules. 
if you don't mind me taking the floor. Uh, so first of all, it's based off an existing game designed by Nathan D. Paoletta called Worldwide Wrestling. Uh, we've simplified it a little bit. So the, basically, the only rules are uh, everyone has two dice. Uh, if you're a baby face, you've got two white dice. If you're here, you've got two black dice. If you're an anti-hero, which there may be in this game, you get a black dice and a white dice. Um, whenever you try and do something that involves skill or luck, um, you, base, you are told by the GM which stat you are rolling on. You roll the two dice. You add whichever stat. You've got look, which is basically your gimmick, what, your charisma, which obviously you have in... In spades. spades. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and in Joe's. You, mm, mm, oh, you're going to hear the word Joe a lot. Uh, you've got power, which is how powerful you are. Real, which is kind of like your ability to kind of break kayfabe, hurt people for realsies. And also uh, your work, which is basically how good you are at wrestling. So if I wanted to, for example, do a top rope Hurricane Rana onto Golden Joe, super easy. I would basically say to the GM, that's what I want to do. And he would tell me to roll on work because I am a high flyer in this game. Uh, my work is super high, so I roll the dice, add my work modifier, and if I get more than seven out of 12, I've done it. And that is a success. The GM will tell me what happens. If I get less than seven, I've failed. And if I get either a critical success, which is a double six, or a critical failure, which is snake eyes, then either very good or very bad things will happen to me. Again, narrated by the GM. For clarification, for the 50, for the 5-0, Mm. A snake eyes is double one, my double friend, ones. and the double six is, is also a, a double one. Yeah, yeah. A no, it's a, yeah, exactly. Very good. Thank you. Ollie. I'm just here. I'm the guy who is plays the idiot. To, yeah. to, to help out the actual idiots in the audience. I do appreciate it. I understand that there was a, a brief bit of this podcast introduction where you weren't talking, and so you just wanted to make sure that. Few still remind people. Yeah. Still here, guys. Well, it's it's either that or I start just saying Joe when you when you take breaths. Oh, I don't want that. Joe. Oh, I don't want that at Joe. all. Oh god, it's like the watch arm, but worse. Anyway, that is enough from us. Uh, we're going to now drop you into the first episode of No Rolls Bard. God, we hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to City British Wrestling, where the big boys are big boys. I'm Tom, head of creative here at CBW. Let me introduce you to our players. Hi, I'm Laurie. I am playing Tony the Milkman, who is the veteran class. I'm Ollie. I'm playing Golden Joe, who's the golden boy. I'm Luke, and I'm playing Silver Bro, the brother <laughs> of Golden Joe. I'm the gatekeeper. <laughs> Uh, hi, my name's Lolo, and I will be playing the Denimatrix, and I am the anti-hero. Hi, I'm Adam, I'm Kid Flips, and I'm the High Flyer. It's <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right, Ooh. let's do a fight. We find ourselves in a packed concert hall, audience sitting on three sides. On one end of the room, a long steel ramp leading to the ring which waits in the centre. The whole arena is decked out in the red, gold and blue of City British Wrestling. The audience are cheering, clapping, screaming for blood. Yeah. Yeah. Kill someone! Yeah. A voice <laughs> comes in over the announced speaker. Welcome everyone to City British Wrestling and welcome to Sunday Night Lightning. Yeah. 
Speed beat up, speed beat up. Prepare yourselves as these turnbuckle titans clash inside and outside the ropes in the name of power, pride, and personal vendetta. Yes. Let's waste no more time and welcome to the ring your current city British champion, Apex! The audience hushes. The lights dim everywhere, except for the very top of the ramp, where backlit by a sickly green and grey glow, steps out a absolute mountain of a man, easily standing seven feet tall, carved as if carved from granite or stone. This massive, broad-shouldered, nasty-looking fella, wearing these heavy-looking work trousers, big, thick, heavy-looking boots, head bowed and covered by a piece of cloth, serving as some kind of makeshift hood, a belt made of steel chain wrapped around his waist, more steel chain wrapped around his wrist as gauntlets, stands there and just listens to the silence. Then slowly makes his way down the ramp towards the ring. There is a heavy clang under each footstep and you see as his foot leaves the ground that he has left a dent in the metal way. Oh my god! Egg His chest rises and falls and rises and falls and rises and falls. As he reaches the bottom of the ramp, he stands, raises his head, pulls back his hood, and this shaved bald, thick-jawed, deep-set-eyed, snarling face just glares at the assembled CBW audience. He breathes in thickly through his nose, puts one hand on one of the ropes, and then vaults himself in one feat of incredible muscular strength up and over and into the ring. Walks slowly to the center, you can see the mattress itself almost seems to buckle under the sheer density <laughs> oh of his muscular weight. Big boy. <laughs> And as his music fades, he reaches for a mic. I am strong. You, you are all weak. the power to defeat me in or outside the ring. In five weeks time, the day after the colossal tussle, I will have been City British Champion for one thousand days. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, that's a lot of days. And there is no one who can stop me? First of all, there's just dry ice everywhere. <laughs> and slow lasers are in sets of four, crossing and up and down, up and down. Everyone turns, so I see at the top of the ramp there's a giant zipper. <laughs> a huge dem denim, beautiful canvas. And as it slowly, the zip unzips, subductively, yet powerfully. <laughs> and flight. doesn't get, it's shush! It's a gigantic flight. All the way down to the base, and then 20 mechanical robot pairs of jeans. 
run down the ramp in a sexy stampede. And they all start dancing in unison. And then denim jackets come out as well. <laughs> and they're all just dancing as if there's invisible people. The denim jackets can fly a little bit. And then, on a little tiny motorbike made of nothing but denim, <laughs> rides in a ridiculously badass woman, head to toe in ripped stonewashed denim with a full denim mask, a huge green pony, and eyes that look like she's going to kill you. She rides the bike down the ramp, jumps off the bike, flips, and then lands on the jeans that are now in a giant <laughs> human pyramid. She stands on top, snaps her fingers, they drop, not only they drop, they disappear, and she stands there in full, full glory. All these half people just walking around. The wrong trousers just yeah. running around. I've just got so many people in my pocket. Um Oh, it's so good to be here. Oh look at you. You've just grown so much. Look at your smiling little face. How long have you been raining? Is it, is it 10 days? Is it, oh sorry, is it 10 days? Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? You look like you could put up a really good shelf. <laughs> Do you put up shelves or are you just there to get things off the top one? <laughs> no. Roll on look. <gasps> that is seven. No, it's not. No, it's not. That is five. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you. I was about to be like, yeah, sure. I thought you had more luck than that. I'm sorry. I know, it's fine. Apex reaches out a massive skull-sized hand, closes it around your microphone, and just crushes it into electrostatic and metallic powder. It's okay. I don't need a microphone. I've got a voice loud enough for the stadium. <laughs> Oh, you should really look after your anger management, sweet pea. <laughs> you are very lucky I have a match to fight. Very, very lucky. Please tell me where you got those bangles from. I <laughs> that is strike one. Out of how many, dear? That is strike <laughs> Two. Aww. <laughs> he reaches back a hand and just lunges towards your face. Uh, roll on work for me. That's five. That's not, that's six. Your work is minus one. You're <laughs> minus one! <laughs> that's it looks like he's going to try to grab your throat or grab your face, but instead what he does is just collide a huge meaty palm straight with your nose, sends you about three feet back across the ring and onto the mat. He looks at the blood on it, looks it up with a big fat purple tongue, <laughs> and then stomps across the ring towards you. Ready for strike four. Was that strike three? <laughs> At this point, the little tiny man in a striped referee shirt runs in. 
slow, um, apex, please, no, just save your strength, you know, you, you know, you know you have a match to fight against, well, well, right now, just... Apex is snorting these big, like, gusts of steam out of his nose, still locking eye contact with you, his eyes are bloodshot, there's a vein sort of popping out the side of his head. Just, please, you have, you have a match to fight. Lucky, lucky woman. And he stalks off to the corner of the ring. He just leans back against the turnbuckle. I'm so sorry. Could you please, could you please clear the ring? We have, we have a match to get to. Fine. I summon my jeans <laughs> and I form into a giant horse and I get onto the denim horse and I stride out the ring. Magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you stride off out of the ring in your denim horse. The uh, little ref tries to sweep away some of the, the dust and the blood and right some of the slightly buckled parts of the mat as best as he can with his hand so at least it looks smooth. Goes over to uh, Apex, just seems to be trying to calm him down and calm him down. And then the voice announces over the uh, speaker system, ding ding ding, the following contest is scheduled for one fall. One fall! Making his way to the ring from Puddington, Yorkshire, Weigh in at 225 pounds, the Milkman! So, a milk float <laughs> drives onto the stage. On the back of it, a slightly aged, uh, kind of greying-haired wrestler, but still got a sort of big 80s-style quaff to his hair. Uh, he's wearing a sort of white Bilkman's jacket, white trousers, a bit of a paunch sticking out of the middle. As it happens, two Bavarian milkmaids come from either <laughs> side of the stage along. Uh, they meet up in front of the milk float. He steps off of the milk float onto the sort of uh, the bars holding the churns over their shoulders and begin. they begin to walk him down to the ring as he balances quite precariously <laughs> on top of these bars. On the way, he's got a little uh, milk crate with the handle. He's handing out bottles of milk to members of the audience as he goes. He gets to the apron, steps onto the apron, takes a swig of the milk, and in Triple H style fashion, <laughs> Tony has arrived. Um, and with the ding of the bell, the match starts. Uh, it will start, of course, with Apex in control as the champ and the man in his physical prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just starts stalking towards you straight away. Could you roll on power, please? That's Three! He just immediately, with a, a thick, almost rock hard forearm, collides with the top of your chest, knocks you to the mat, and then stamps really hard on your stomach. Oh. Milk. <laughs> Milk and a, and a little bit of blood. <laughs> he just stands there with his foot still on your stomach, staring over you. Stay down. No. I'm going to try and push his foot off. Uh, roll and add power. 
Ooh, uh, five. Oh, oh my god. Tony. Um, <laughs> as your hand grips around his foot and you try to push, you hear a crack as one of your fingers breaks. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and he just seems to put, you seem to feel almost the the, uh, the balls beneath the mat buckling now under the force of him pushing it down with them. I think you can hear the wood creak and break a little bit. And he just keeps pushing you further and further with his foot. I'm going to try and twist his foot and turn it into sort of a reverse ankle lock type. Okay, roll and work for that. That's ten. Amazing. He loses his balance slightly. Drops down to one knee, his back facing you, his ankle out. You have your hands around his ankle. What are you doing? I'm going to start like levering up over him and just trying to wrench his leg off. Okay. Roll on power for that. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, it's a four. Rolling on power. I'm not good at anything. <laughs> Got look. Um, yeah. It was a four. Um, his the, the the thick sinew and muscle of this man's body just doesn't seem to be turning. Uh, he just seems to be resting now. You can see a slight smile forming a corner of his face. He's just letting you push and try and exhaust yourself. He's not even really moving. Okay. I'm going to go old school. Bring it in some chops. Gonna start trying to light him up with chops across the chest. Um, let's see how badly this goes. <laughs> um, that, that's gonna be power. Oh, oh. Tony, man. Oh. Tony's old school. <laughs> it's a five. <laughs> Your first. I'll get it. <laughs> Hang on. I'm gonna get it. Your first chop connects, um, and it's the same hand where you, one finger seems to have broken. Oh. Another finger just crack goes as it collides against his body. As you go in for the second chop, he grabs your wrist with one of his hands and just slowly starts to twist it back further and further and force you back onto the ground with his other hand just puts his hand right across your face oh no Tony that's the money maker starts to squeeze your skull you, you can hear you can hear that sort of that, that creaking sound in your own bones now in your head you can feel pressure going down in your brain uh, what are you doing okay. yeah, I can attempt to sweep the leg with my like yes yeah is it a power thing? Uh, no, so sweep can be a. I think sweep can be work. That's good. Yeah! yeah. Ten. Keep rolling on work! <laughs> Keep <laughs> rolling. Wrestling moves, stop trying to be powerful! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, you successfully sweep, you hit him under, underneath the leg, he falls back onto his haunches, um, his eyes just blaze in rage at this point, oh. and he lunges at you with both hands, grabs you by the shoulders, <laughs> and then lifts you off the ground. <laughs> like. Bottle caps are just falling out of my pockets. Uh, he's just, yeah, he's just holding you there, one hand around each shoulder, just very slowly bringing your body closer towards him. Oh no! I'm gonna go try and do like a double drop kick and sort of push myself away. Okay, you can work. You can roll and work for that. It's not going well. It's a, it's a six. Um, so you draw your knees into kick, you spread them out to connect, and you hear your knees go. Oh, As there just seems to be no give against this immovable object. That's another six months of rehab. <laughs> you fall to the ground now with busted knees, two busted fingers, some kind of maybe minor fracture in your skull, and he just closes both hands around your face. Now one around the front where your mouth is, one around the back. And just is using the full force of both of these massive mitts to just squeeze your skull into some tiny little pearl-sized shape. Um, Adam, can you please describe to us who leaps into the ring at this point? So, um, we're skateboarding down the ramp. <laughs> 
wearing a neon green cap that is turned backwards with the top of it cut off, revealing bleached blonde hair coming out the top, uh, wearing a red bandana as a mask, like Raphael from the Ninja Turtles. Uh, he's wearing a tie-dye spiral extra-large shirt. He's wearing denim jeans, which are on backwards, so he can put his hands in the pockets like that. Um, he is the epitome of the 90s. It's your boy. It's Kid Flips. <laughs> Kid Flips. Yeah. Kid Flips. Uh, he sort flips. <laughs> That's fair. Aye. Okay. So he uh, skateboards down the ramp, and as he gets to the apron, he uses the force of the um, the skateboard colliding with the ring apron to flip him over the ropes and uh, basically lands on um, your uh, apex's hands, kind of like breaking, well, trying to break the hole <laughs> around um, the Milton's head. Poor Tommy. Kid. That's got to be good, right? Uh, that's 11. Whoa. So your skateboard connects with the bones on his big fingers. Um, something, a sound which Apex hasn't heard himself in an incredibly long time, the sound of his own bones starting to crack or break. He immediately, instinctively lets go in pain. Um, I, I square up to him and say, why don't you pick on someone your own size? Which, to clarify, isn't me. <laughs> um, roll you on, told him, lad. Uh, I say roll on power. Okay. My oh. power is minus two. Oh, that's not good. Ooh, that is six. Amazing. Um, <laughs> of course it's minus two. Not amazing. Bad. Bad indeed. He grabs you by the scruff of the shirt, picks you up in one hand, and just with one arm tosses you out over the top rope, out of the ring. Bye! <laughs> back into the audience and turns his attention back no! to the milkman. Leave me alone! Your arms, your hands, your skull broken. He just drops down to one knee. Um, gets his massive arm under one leg and goes for the pin. One, two, three. Ding, ding, ding! Your winner and current city British champion, Apex! He's too big! Apex, more like. Yeah! <laughs> even though the bell is gone and even though the match is over, that Furious bloodshot look in his eyes is still there, exacerbated by both Denimatrix and Kid Flips. <laughs> he stands over you and smiles a really cruel smile and just moves towards your face again with his hands. Oh no! Don't So, uh, in the background of the shot, you can see that I am crowd surfing <laughs> my way around to the ring, like crowd surfing, like on his like like stood up. He's just like working his way down. Uh, he leaps. Uh, he basically says, "Come on, lads, heave ho and cowabunga!" And he uh, uses their force to leap from the crowd onto the top ring apron and he leaps and tries to connect with a double drop kick to the back of Apex's head. Um, go for work on that for sure. Work wow. plus two. Yeah! <laughs> so just as these hands are moving towards your face, you just see silhouetted um, by the light <laughs> in midair, um, the, the radical figure of Kid Flips, <laughs> like some kind of skateboarding angel come to save you. <laughs> Oh. Half-pipe Jesus! <laughs> Let's get crunk! <laughs> um, there's a Here's crack, a and you, you connect beautifully with the back of Apex's head. He stumbles forward, and his hands slam down onto the mat just above your head. Ooh, I'm going to try and scoot out underneath him. <laughs> um, go for... 
Uh, go for. We can rock and work on this for sure. Ooh, that's gone well. Uh, nine. Tell us where you scoot out to. Gonna go try and just like basically shoot myself underneath his legs and then get up and run in the ropes. And I'm gonna come try and come back from that and hit him so he's down even further. Okay. Um, yeah, you can run and work for that too. Yeah, nice. Uh, eight. He's just getting up to his feet just as he turns around to face you. Um, your move connects and he's knocked back again against the ropes. His eyes seem to have gone now more than just bloodshot to be almost completely filled with red. He screams this huge... Dips his head down and storms towards you, runs towards you like some kind of stampeding bull. Quick, Tony, let's do our double team move. What's it called? I don't know. Let's just do a low bridge is what I was thinking. It's old school. At that moment... Striding down the ramp is a tall, beautifully muscled, well-oiled, square-jawed, high-cheekboned, handsome man of exceptional breeding in dress trousers, wingtip shoes, uh, barrister's silks, and a powdered wig. It is QC, the voice of management, and he looks both superior, disdainful, and very, very annoyed. He makes wastes no time making his way down the ring, wastes no time getting up the steel steps and into the ring itself stands in the center, both his arms out to stop the uh, collision between uh, wrestlers which is about to happen, says Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear It seems like today we have too many troublemakers getting in the middle of perfectly good booking <laughs> Now, 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 what going to do about this kid flips you jump at a young upstart from the streets what in heaven's name possessed you to interfere in another wrestler's match well do dog um, this fart knocker over here was getting jiggy with me home slice and that ain't all that and a bag of chips what <laughs> he was he was hurting my friend and the match was over and he was trying to hurt him and I was raised by a good woman to respect my elders and protect my friends now, he looks clearly, clearly really tired about how the audience are applauding this. And going it. Now, listen to me, dude. <laughs> this is professional wrestling where people can do and will get hurt. Interfering with a match to stop a wrestler getting hurt is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Did you have a hand in this, milkman? You'll have to forgive the lad. He's, had, he's clearly had too many opal fruits today. He's, he's just a bit hyper. I've been trading him in wrestling for many years. He is my finest protege, but I did not ask for this. I wanted to go out against this man, against Apex myself, to prove that I am the finest, holest, purest milkman you've ever seen. I've gone off on a different accent. <laughs> well, let me tell you, there's nothing in wholesome and pure about interrupting a match. 
We are five weeks away, lest I remind you gentlemen from the colossal tussle. It's a very important mm. time of year for everyone here at CBW. Can't be having things like this, interruptions from young whippersnappers on skating boards or denim-clad horse-riding... I don't even know how to describe <laughs> what she is. No, I think... <laughs> I think we need to find a solution for this problem, yes. Maybe, maybe one troublemaker is fine to keep the roster interesting, but two... Two is starting to really upset management. So, I'm going to make this very simple. At the end of today's episode of Sunday Night Lightning, you, Kid Flips, and the Denim Matrix will fight. The winner remains on the roster. Oh. The loser will be fired. Oh, snap! Fuck! <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Okay, so with the stipulation set down, stagehands, the referee, uh, QCs, paralegals help clear the ring <laughs> until it's nothing but empty canvas again. And with the ring empty and the crowd wet with anticipation, hot with anticipation. It's a moist crowd in here tonight. It's a really moist crowd. Are we keeping that in? Ooh, yeah, it's oh, oh, yeah. yeah. It's CBW, you know what you buy a ticket. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like British wrestling fans, are there? <laughs> all dance, all of them. Freud and I want to have sex with my mum's. <laughs> we'll get to that. 
With a crowd hot <laughs> with anticipation, the announcer's voice rings out. Ding, ding, ding! The following match is scheduled for one fall. One fall! The winner will receive a CBW Tag Team Championship match at this year's Colossal Tussle. Now, making their way to the stage from Little Glittering, Redding, Golden Joe and Silver Bro, the precious metals! Smoke fills the top of the stage. Lasers, light beams, whatever they're called, fire through the smoke. On the trons, on the giant video screens, is just stock footage of people being helped by Golden Joe. So there are a few people building a house. Golden Joe's laying the bricks. There's a few people preparing a family dinner. Joe's there, serving up the plates. There's a presentation in an office. Golden Joe's there, looking at the notes. And then, as the music builds, Drum's gonna come in. It's Joe. Joe, Golden Joe walks out. He is wearing gold trousers. He's got a gold cape on. He's got gold glasses, Randy Savage, uh, Macho Man style that say Joe there. He's got Joe on his knee pads. His wrist pads, gold, also say Joe. And then he opens up the jacket and Joe is written along the side <laughs> in the wingspan, just like Macho Man. And he just starts, yeah, celebrating with the crowd. Joe! 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 And on that, out comes Silver Bro, his older brother, his best friend, with his black mullet, and he's got his black pants on, they're kind of like, they're very nice fabric, they've got silver stripes down them, so it looks super cool, and he's got big shades on as well, much taller than his brother, but he loves him all the same. Joe. Joe! And he leads the crowd in Joe, Joe. chance because he knows that Joe. Joe is the future of this business. Joe. He grabs the microphone. Joe, you and I have been working for this for a long time. And tonight, we're finally going to get our chance to win the City British Wrestling Tag Team Championships. Music starts again. <laughs> Joe gets out of the ring. He goes back up to the ramp. Smoke starts to come up. Lights are flying through. We've got the stock footage, but it's different stock footage this time. This time Joe's down in the construction site, organizing some builds. Then he's helping some kids cross the road. And then he's tending to a little baby duck. In a who's sort of got a broken wing and he's nursing it back to health. And then the camera cuts outside the arena to sort of a film crew on a helicopter. And you can see the words Joe just come up in giant fizzling pyro. <laughs> and it cuts back to the crowd. Joe? 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 Joe, everyone! It's great to be here in... Mine, bro. Where are we? Norfolk. Norfolk! <laughs> That's where we are! Yeah! Uh, and don't worry, I've got my bro here, and together we're going to beat these teams, and then we're going to win the tag team's titles. <laughs> Joe, I've been in this business for a long time. I've never seen anyone, anyone, with as much talent as you have. Joe. I know, and everyone here knows, my time is its almost behind me, but you... You're the future 
of this business. And together we're going to win the tag team titles, and then later, when the time is right, you are going to be Apex, and you will be City British Wrestling Champion of the World! Play the music! <laughs> Joe! 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 Okay. <laughs> when the audience finally, finally tire of chanting take Joe. take a while. <laughs> Making their way down the ramp, hailing from London, London, Giza and the Pearly Queen, the Cockney Knockers! <laughs> Boo! From that London! <laughs> Boo London! Walking the proper kind of Del Boy walk. <laughs> Did I just bash something? <laughs> okay. yeah, walking the proper Del Boy walk down the ramp are the Cockney Knockers. Giza, who is a short, lean, Thickly but leanly muscled, um, bald, uh, gold-toothed, uh, boot and trouser-wearing, proper bruiser-looking kind of fella, uh, with a sparkle in his eye and a glint in his teeth. <laughs> and next to him, wearing a, uh, a two-piece uh, black suit, uh, decorated with pearls from top to bottom, is Pearly Queen, his tag team partner and beloved wife. Uh, they make their way quickly down the ramp. None of that fancy pyrotechnics, lasers, smoke and pretension. They're here to wrestle and they're sure. here to fight. Um, and they're here to do it right now. They've got that on them. Yeah, you, you, you want to get over with the crowd, yeah. with the... Showmanship. This is Opie at the Masses, we're giving them entertainment. Yeah. The crowd is muttering Joe to them. <laughs> Joe is also muttering Joe to them. Joe, Joe, Joe. You got this, Joe. Uh, okay, uh, we start the match, obviously, with Golden Joe in control. Uh, uh, you're also the legal wrestler on your side, and Geezer is the legal wrestler for the company. Knockers standing in his corner, ready to go. Jukes up. You got this, Joe. Cheers, guys. Right. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to try and do is run right at Geezer and just hit him with a punch. Um. Cool. That's power. It's a seven. My uh, seven. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Joe. Joe. Walk round and do it. Get a Joe chant going. Yeah, you clock in the door. Not yeah. bad, son. Not bad. Not bad. We go China. And he um, returns another punch at your face. Oh. Roll, 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 roll on power. Nine. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, it's an unstoppable machine. He he whiffs past your face. You avoid it easily. Yeah, Joe! Yeah. Joe! 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 So now I'm going to do what I call the golden shower. And it's where I'm just going to rain down punches. So it's ten punches, all left jabs. One, two, three, four. But sort of the crowd again, Joe, to every punch. And then the last one I amp everyone up for. Oh! Oh, and it's just another left jab. <laughs> For a punch, that's probably going to be power again. Seven. 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 Boom. Um, yeah. Yes, tell, us, tell us how it connects with the geezer's jaw. The last one, the ten one, is the most devastating because it's the tenth, and it just knocks him down. He he scrambles over to his pearly queen. <coughs> Whoa, what a load of old cobblers! He slaps her in the hand. She leaps over the uh, leaps over the rope, um, sprints towards you and goes for a slide right in the scotch eggs. <laughs> oh, those are the legs. Going down Bug Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so you can run on work for this. 
Oh, oh look at him. Yes. Ten. Magnificent. Ten. You leap into the air, she slides straight under your legs and misses. Lights herself on the other side. I cackle with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> You're too slow. <laughs> um, roll on Joe's look. Where's your look? Plus two. Uh, that would be, uh, just seven. Oh wait, no, your look is minus one. No, no, I'm, I get Oh, you're looking at Joe's. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Seven. Um, yeah, the Pearly Queen turns her head towards you. What? Uh, her focus is elsewhere. Mm. What are you doing? I start doing a sort of comedy behind the back pantomime. Oh. Because oh. I'm going to punch this woman in the back of the head. <laughs> what a face. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that would be. I'm worried about this joke. Yeah. Wait for us to turn around. It's just that she, she tried to hit me in the balls. The legs. The legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scotch eggs are the legs. the legs. Oh, I thought scotch eggs were. <laughs> no. On realising that, Joe Joe's going to do something a little less severe. He's going to do a bull joke, which is a, a bulldog. <laughs> That's not even a pun. <laughs> okay, you can roll, you can roll and work for that. Oh, that's bad. Oh, is it on work? You got minus one work. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Pearly Queen sees in the reflection of your eyes, in the reflection of um, uh, Silver Bro's eyes, and it's an expression. Still got my sunglasses on. Oh, okay. <laughs> too big. And something is coming up behind. She turns around just in time and hits you with the hits you with me daisy roots, and she kicks you with a big boot right in the chest. Boom! Sends oh. you onto your back on the mat. I'm gonna try and scramble and tag out right away, Silver Bro. Okay, um, you can run your heat with Bro for that. Oh, that's plus three. So that's uh, that's nine. I step over the ropes because he's a big, tall lad. He gets in there. He points at this, this upstart. You're punching my brother. Oh, that's it. So, get for a headlock. Proper headlock style, proper old school veteran headlock style, and then I'm gonna whip her into the ropes until she comes back. Just shoulder block her. Oh, oh devastating! devastating. <laughs> yeah, you can have you can have power for that for sure. Oh, oh nice. Fatality. <laughs> yeah, there's a crack as she connects with your shoulder and stumbles back onto the mat. She starts to make her way back towards Giza again now. Scrap her by the leg, <laughs> pull her back, pick her up, headlock oh. <laughs> into the ropes. Shoulder. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, power again. Oh, wow. Oh, big. 12. Oh. Crack, went exact same spot. She's Boom, spent. back on the mat again for a second time. For a second time, starts trying to crawl towards... Um... By the way, <laughs> I go back. Seeing that this is going to happen, I'm just going to whip her into the corner, and I'm going to run against the corner, I'm going to run to the other corner, and I'm going to charge to hit one of my signature moves, the silver splash. It's like a singer splash. Um, will it work for this? Oh, it's a bit that's more technical. That's a five. The metals can't be doing the work stuff. Oh, no, I realise my <laughs> error now. Can you, can you describe what that stinger looks like when you're trying to attempt it? So it is like the singer splash, so I'm just diving in to do a big splash in the corner. But I'm assuming she would then duck out of the way and I would hit my head up onto the uh, the top turnbuckle with like a big, oh, my head. Not, not, not quite as nice as that. As, as, you, as you dive down towards her in a dazzling display of speed, she moves out of the way, positions herself behind you as you fall, um, and gets you in the fireman's hose, which is a nose lock. She gets her two long manicured oh, fingers, um, digs them right under your nostril, pulls your head back, 
pulls you back so her knees are now resting on your spine and using your nose as the only point of grip just tugs and tugs and tugs and tugs. I'm reaching for you, you're too far away. It's the rules. <laughs> You're holding the tag rope. I'm holding the tag rope, bro. I'm gonna try and grab her by her fingers, reach them out of my nose, which is actually they're quite far in. Oh yeah. And they're really uh, gonna try and pull. I'm gonna try and pull them out. Okay. Um. Like, you'll need a hard success on this, but you can roll on power. That's not going to be... Oh no, that'd be an eight. You manage to pull them out about maybe half an inch, and then you just lose your grip, and the fingers shoot back in. Oh, oh god! It's right up into the cartilage. Oh, oh, the knees are really pressing with your spine bro. at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, you know? Oh, I'm going to try and shuffle my way in the <laughs> holes. Oh, so I can try and reach for this tag, because my brother's not getting in. Oh, you can roll on power again for that shuffle. Uh, that'll be a ten. Just about, yeah. Ugh. I need you to drag Pearly Queen along with you as you go. You just hit that tag. I'm trying, I'm reaching as far as I can. Joe hops over the top rope and he runs in and he starts to do his uh, the Joe line. <laughs> so he's gonna keep on bouncing off of the ropes. Joe, 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 Joe. And then flying clothesline hits the Pearly Queen. Um, I'll let you roll and look for this one because. Yeah. It's the first actual time you've done. Six. <laughs> oh, can you re-roll? What are your re-rolls? Uh, my re-rolls are you for, for belief or to protect my reputation. That's got to be your reputation, right? Yeah, you're, that, you're doing a hot tag. This is yeah. like the pinnacle of the, the, the golden boy. For a promise or threat, and I was doing a lot of sort of promising with the it's joke. It's following through on one. It's following through on a promise that you made earlier. Um, but you can you can you can do your re-roll on um, pretend your reputation. But it's your only one this yeah. episode. Come on, re-roll. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna re-roll. Come on. Uh, okay, that's a seven. That's it's a seven. Seven. Look, it's seven. seven. It's yes. seven. Oh, yes, that's fine. We're okay. You, you hit the Joe line. Boom. Boom. Down onto the mat again. She's hugely dazed at this point, but it's starting to shuffle her own way towards her corner. I'm just gonna hold off because I'm babyface Joe, Golden Joe, and the Pearly Queen's gonna make the tag. And he gets in. I'll let him out with a Joe kick, which is a drop kick. Okay, uh, well, the drop kick is pretty. Oh, you can do work for that, yeah. Oh no. Work or power? It's an eight. It's, well, it's a seven with the minus one of work. So yeah, the pearly queen tags out. The geezer leaps back in like what? Right on the muzzle and blocker. <laughs> <laughs> and starts making his way towards you. Immediately intercepted with the drop kick. He's boom down on the mat now. Let's work towards the finish. Yep, I'm gonna I'm go over. In the corners, trying to snot myself out. Just being like, I've got like. Nails stuck up in I go over to uh, Silver Bro and make the hot tag because we're going to go for our, uh, our double team finisher. Indeed, we are. So I'm going to uh, grab the geezer and uh, get him up into uh, the Silver Spooner, which is a jackhammer move. Hold him up into the air. And I'm just going to flex for a little while while I hold him up into the air. While I'm gonna hit the rock solid, which is where I just bounce off the ropes, ring the run the ropes for ages. Every time I hit the ropes, the crowd can't chant Joe, 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 is there any? You any... can re You can re uh, I'm allowed to like, uh, re uh, have one wrestler re-roll during an episode. Oh, so nice. re-roll. Come on. Seven. Oh, 
Seven! Yes! <laughs> so, so you, yeah, you, 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 you go for that pin. Oh my god, because of you, he has done it. <laughs> you, you go for that pin, kicks out, starts to get to his feet, ready to go, and then, yeah, just collapses through sheer exhaustion the amount of, uh, amount of physical damage Bro's put on him earlier. Just collapses back into the thing, collapses back onto the mat, um, is completely prone and unconscious, takes the pin, Ding, 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 you're winners! The Precious Metals, Silver Bro and Golden Joe! Yeah, Joe, 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 as the Cockney Knockers get to their feet and make their way um, out of the ring and uh, out of the arena, two of you just left I'm gonna, uh, together. Lift you up onto my shoulder like Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. And we're just going to parade around the ring to our chorus of Joes. Joe, 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 Aye, lad. I'll be all right. Why'd you keep doing this, Tony? You know you can't go anymore. I can and I will, lad. I can and I will. They might say I'm past it. No. They might say that I've not got the stuff anymore because I won't do soy and I won't <laughs> do oats. It's not even a milk, lad. It's not even a milk. But I'll prove that I am the finest competitor CBW has ever seen. You've taught me so much, Tony. It's mostly milk-based, but you've also taught <laughs> me about wrestling. And I wanted to be a wrestler because I need a role model in my life, a male role model. I grew up without a dad, and you've been like a father to me. You delivered milk to my mum, I believe, and you brought me into this business. You taught me everything I knew, but I need to go a different path. I need, I need you to... I'm flippy now. You have to understand that. I've, I've been watching the, the, the hot young wrestlers coming out from Japan, from Mexico, and that's me. That's who I am, and I just want your blessing. And I want you to step to one side and let me step out from your shadow. It's not a shadow, it's a cast of tradition, an umbrella of tradition draped over all of us, us fine British wrestlers. You are a fine Yorkshire lad. Home skillet. You, no, <laughs> no, whip it. Home whip it. Home whip it. Look, I'll always be there for you, but please, you be there for yourself because you're the closest thing I've got to family. Apart from my mum, you're the closest thing I've got to a dad. And I just don't want to lose you. All right, pal. I'll just give him a little pat on the shoulder. That's about as much emotion as I can muster. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm also here to ask you to be in my corner for tonight. I know you're banged up, and I shouldn't ask. But if this is going to be my last night in the company, 
I want my mentor there by my side. Aye, lad. I'll be there. Holding in a tear. <laughs> uh, knock, knock, knock on the door. And the little referee comes in. You, Mr. Flips, it's time for your uh, very unfortunate match. All right. See you out there. I'll be there. This way, this way. And he ushers you out the room. I just slowly slide off on my skateboard. <laughs> my the most mournful skateboarding possible. It's one half like, like a Charlie Brown. <laughs> Milkman, mm -hmm. uh, you are left on your own for a moment just to gather yourself uh, in the locker room. And as you um, get up and get ready to head to the ring, someone else enters the locker room just out of camera shot. Okay. Management wants to speak to you. Or I'll lead the way then. And we cut back to the ring. Oh! <laughs> the following contest is scheduled for one four. One four. The loser will be fired from Ooh. City British Wrestling forever. Steps. Let's do a fight. <laughs> Making her way to the ring, hailing from Whipsford, Reading, the Denny Matrix! Okay, this time, <laughs> it appears at the back of, at the top of the ramp, a giant denim pocket on wheels that's being pulled by 45 denim coats. <laughs> And they're all crawling along the floor like kind of zombie style. It's a bit grotesque, this one. And you just see, peeking out of the top of the pocket, is the Denim Matrix. Just <laughs> hi, everyone. I'm very happy. She's very, very snug in there as well. So it's a really nice, tight fitted pocket. It's, you know, it's like it's, it's a woman's jean pocket, you know, the sort of ones where they don't want you to fit a phone in it. Um, and then all of a sudden, it gets driven straight into the ring and she pulls herself out and she is wearing a full length ball gown made out of denim and it is just huge and massive it's like a princess star and she lights a match and she set fires to it and the whole thing just explodes in epic glory of pyrotechnics to reveal her usual skin tight denim ripped genius <laughs> you hunger games there yeah kind of, but better <laughs> you have a moment on the mic oh do i okay i've worked so hard to be here you have to know that that fighting is is in my genes. I'm going to boot cut this boy straight out of the ring, and I don't care what flares he has. I'm here for the skinny. <laughs> Doesn't make sense, but lean into it. <laughs> I am so proud of whatever I've done, and he better be afraid. Okay. Would you say you don't want to leave eyes? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I thought we weren't allowed to name brands. <laughs> Making his way to the ring, hailing from Puddington, Yorkshire, Kid Flips! Flips! Just you see a spotlight on a huge poster which just has 90s written on it, and then suddenly. He skates through the O, <laughs> and he is skating all around the ramp. He's grinding, he's ollieing. Are they the same? Doesn't matter. Yeah, and he skates down to the ring, and he turns around to kind of like uh, lock eyes with his mentor, and then notice his mentor isn't there. 
and he kind of like stumbles and like uh, picks up his skateboard and just being like, it's cool, bling, <laughs> bling, bling, where, where your head out? And then he um, flips uh, into the into the ring, over the ropes, lands on his skateboard on a perfect ollie. I don't know what it is, but it looks great. Uh, and then he dismounts, kicks the skateboard into the crowd. That's for you! And then I uh, climb up the turnbuckles and just look out at the crowd. I see, I see my mum. She's always there. Hi, mum. I, I try to cover my nerves. I'm not, I'm not ready for this. And I, I turn to look, and still no Milman, but it's fine. It's fine. I get myself in the zone. Drama intensifies. Do you want the mic? You can leave it. Uh, yeah, I'll take the mic. It's like, uh, thank you. Um, I, uh, I'm sorry, I, I'm a bit nervous. You see, I, all my life I've wanted to, to do this. I've, I was very lucky to, to know someone who was able to teach me in the ways of the squared circle. And I'm going to fight to stay here. Because I've got a lot more to give. And a lot more to learn. Wherever you are, I'm doing this for you. I'm ready. Uh, the bell rings, and with that, we'll start with you in control. Uh, I offer a hand to uh, the Denimatrix. <laughs> I go to shake his hand, but in the last second, I whip him into a headlock by call a ziplock. <laughs> <laughs> and then I throw him against the rope into a clothesline, there's no need to change it because it kind of works for me anyway, uh, clothesline and I hope and try that he hits the mat straight off. Um, okay, you can roll on, for a clothesline you're rolling on power. Thanks. Oh, oh, mate. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really not good. That's a one. That's a one. It's not a snake eyes though, it's, that's still technically just a fail. It's just a fail. I mean, <laughs> it's a fail, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reassuring you that it could be worse. Um, but yeah, uh, whoosh, whiffs over the top of Kid Flips, easily able to just Matrix style yeah. duck away from that. Flip backwards, kip up, I, uh, I jump onto uh, the ropes and hit the uh, live and kicking, which is a springboard dropkick. Uh, springboard dropkick, absolutely, I'd work for that. That is eight. Boom. Dropkick connects straight with uh, Demonetrix's chest. It is she who hits the mat with a thump. You're on your feet, then Matrix is on the ground. What are you doing? Um, I sprint up to the top ropes to hit the Clarissa Explains It All moonsault. <laughs> uh, does that work as well, boss? Um, if it's from the top ropes, it kind of is. Uh, that is eight. I need you to explain to us why this is the Clarissa Explains It All moonsault. Now, I haven't seen Clarissa Explains It All, but I assume it's a lot like a moonsault because it has a lot of impact. Uh, it's uh, excellent presentation, uh, highly relatable. Um, everyone loves Melissa Joan Hart. That's true. Cowabunga. If you, if you, if you, if you can say, hi, Sam, as you leap from the rope, then I'll let you do it. Hey up, Sam! <laughs> uh, hit the eight. Uh, so, uh, and your moonsault connects just as Denimatrix gets mentioned to get off the mat. Boom! Back down to the mat again. Okay, um, I, I, I'm going to go for the pin. I want, I want to get this over mm. as quickly as possible, mm. if that's alright. Sure. Alright, uh, what am I rolling on? 
Um, you're just going to give them a run? No? I say just roll it, a regular 2d6. Seven. Seven. Okay, you go in for the pin. Um, one. Two. I kick, kick out. out. You're at that stage now where you're so taken aback by this kick out, you're giving Matrix plenty of chance to get up and do a move. <laughs> I, I've gotten up and you are, I assume you're kind of still like on the ground-ish, so I just grab the back of your neck and go straight for my knee, and hopefully cracking your nose over. Oh, <laughs> crikey! Uh, you can roll on reel for that. It's going to go from stonewash to bloodwash. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Yes! That's a natural critical! Okay, that is fantastic. Uh, um, so it's your knee, right? Your knee can, goes like, straight up in almost slow motion. You can see. <laughs> you, you can see this denim clad knee just moving towards you almost, almost at a, a pleasant meditative pace. Unable to move out of the way. Um, <laughs> the very first thing you feel is the soft and comfortable touch of denim, immediately followed by the hard push and pow of bone colliding with a cartilage oh. in your nose. <laughs> There's a kind of meaty grinding sound um, as your nose just collapses in on itself, almost becomes concave at this point, and blood just gushes down your face. Oh, yeah, actually going to look like a ninja turtle. <laughs> <laughs> um, beans! <laughs> um, it, it spreads down across your chest, across your legs. Um, something actually seems to fall out from it, something that it's maybe, like, maybe pure cartilage torn through the impact just drops onto the mat in a wet splotch. Uh, <laughs> I, I look around to like just see if my mentor is around. <laughs> I, I cough a bit of blood and I notice a little bit of white <laughs> in there with the blood. I'm looking around but he's nowhere to be seen. He's nowhere to be seen. What are you doing, Denimatrix? Uh Currently I'm just dipping my finger in the blood and just drawing wallpaper. Oh. Um, I would say right now Kid Flips is incredibly incapacitated. You, <laughs> you, you can go for the pin. I would like to go for the pin. Oh my god. That's a four. Yes, he's got heart! Okay. The heart and soul! So, so right now Kid Flips is just like scrambling around <laughs> scrambling around the ring, blood and a little bit of milk gooping from his nose, looking for any sign of his beloved mentor. Um, you just stalk over him like some some predator. Um, lean down, ready to take advantage, go in for the pin, and then crack! At the back of your head you hear Great. you feel something metal solid connect with your skull, you collapse face first into the mat. You turn just in time to see the figure of Apex standing over you. You again! Strike five. And he <laughs> kicks you in the face. Um, I that strike five! I didn't do anything! He just kicks you in the face again. Batters you in the back of the skull one more time. Crack! With this heavy, um... Uh, no, with this heavy belt and makes his way out the ring. You come to at this point. I just, uh, I'm still, I'm not entirely, I don't know what's happened. I would, n I would never take advantage of this situation if I'd actually seen it, but I, you know, you did break my face. Uh, so I just, I, I just <clears throat> collapse with one arm over you in the ring. Uh, go for it. That's five. That's one. Two and a kick out. Oh, 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 oh
I, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm going to stumble up to the top rope and try and hit my finisher. Uh, my finisher, the double corkscrew moonset. <laughs> it's called Round the Twist. <laughs> I look back over, I touch my nose and say, Hey, you ever? Felt <laughs> like this. You can actually work for this. Uh, my work. It's six. <laughs> you, remember, you got your re-roll as well. My re-roll. Yes, absolutely. I hint. Yeah. I, hint I hint towards behind the mask. I reach up. I notice the milk, and I think, "Oh my god, we have a conversation we need to have." <laughs> That's it. Plus work is eight. Oh. Take us through. Uh, it. Flips over in the air, beautiful, when strange things happen. Are you going round the twist, <laughs> lands, and I just hook the leg. Count me in, Dad. I mean, count, <laughs> <laughs> count me in, sir. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh! Ding, ding, ding. Your winner. Kid flips, what? flips, flipping heck! I, 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 I raise a hand to you to try and help you up, and I say, uh, I'm sorry. I really am. I'm sorry. Um, I see your hand. I completely appreciate what's happened. I am a respectful wrestler and I have no regard for the rules, so I put your face into the ropes and I choke your throat until, until you submit. <laughs> oh, God, strikey. <laughs> um, okay, I'm out on guess. Um, roll on power to maintain consciousness quickly. Minus two. Oh, it's yeah. not good. Ah, uh, that's, uh, that's bad. You, you, you pass out and just, yeah, collapse, collapse under the mat. There's a, a brief moment of, of pause and incredulity in the audience as they just take in exactly what's happened in the last couple of minutes. At the top of the ramp stands QC, his arms folded, looking you in the eye. <laughs> You're fired. <gasps> the camera cuts on that bombshell to the door to management's office, creaking open, and a dejected-looking milkman stepping out. Just stand for a moment so the camera catches me. Just walk out of shot. And we'll stop there. That was the first episode of No Rolls Bard. Gosh, what did you think, Ollie? I so I've never played a roleplay game before. Genuinely, and I don't want this to kind of set a trend of me being sincere with you, but you genuinely can't tell. Like oh, you, you knocked it out of the park. Well, I've I've been um I've sort of been around it a lot, and I've seen I've watched Stranger Things. Yes, which is pretty much that's pretty much they it. play it. Yeah, they sure do, and that translates through the screen. What a pop culture reference! And the uh, yeah, I, it's it's just kind of like booking on the fly, really. And mm -hmm. if you really go method, it's weirdly rewarding. 
It is. Like really, really creatively fulfilling. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, because uh, we, Tom and I discuss uh, your approach to Golden Joe uh, on the uh, post-show creative podcast, which we have exclusively for Patreon backers. Nice so if you want to, if you want to hear a sort of break down the booking and like how, you know, what we planned for the episode versus what actually happened, what we think of our players, we basically just bitching about you behind your back. I haven't actually listened to it. Oh, of course you haven't. That's that's nice. Thanks for the support. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm not a Patreon. No, that's true. No, we don't even get your money. Uh, so uh, if you want to hear like that kind of behind the scenes stuff, yeah, do go to Patreon and 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 why not why not back us so we can make even even more series of this wonderful show. But um, actually today let's talk about because the people have seen this on YouTube and dare I say it, Golden Joe is over. Which I find <coughs> horrifying, but you know, no accounting for taste. So um, let's uh, let's just filter the. So what what we want you to do, folks, is email in uh, Ollie at wrestletalk.com. Sure. Because we haven't got a, an email address set up for this. Just realise that. Yeah. Sending your questions and stuff, and we'll try and get to them in this portion of the show. But because this was the first episode, we'll just go through some choice cuts hey. of YouTube comments. So, contemplating penguins. What? That's that's. The oh right. Okay. Name. I thought that was the message. Uh, it's like, are we being threatened? Who thinks either Golden Joe or Silver Bro may turn heel if they fail to win the tag belts at Colossal Tussle? Golden Joe has the potential to be a goofy Kurt Angle type of heel. Right. I like that. Are all of these comments going to be about Joe? Well, I filtered for Joe. Gotcha. <laughs> or Silver Bro is holding me back. I am the future of this business. They've already started to write the promos. <laughs> Did you? Are you contemplating penguins? I do like penguins. Okay. I get a penguin present every year for Christmas. As in a penguin or a penguin, a penguin themed penguin present? Based oh, okay, present. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, while Silver Bro has potential as either a Matt Hardy jealous of my younger brother popularity. Or I only have limited time left. I need a big win heel. Mm. What direction will it take? Who Ooh, knows? Uh, it's another one from It's Your Boy Bailey. Guys, you have got me freaking hooked. What's going on with Milkman? Hey, so I can't wait nice. to find out. Notifications definitely on for this next episode. That's fantastic. Hope Denon can come back. Hey. And, and what does what it say there? It says, um, bro, no, bro, no. bro, no, no. bro, no, no. bro. It says Joe. It says Joe it five times in capital letters. Yeah, and oh, what's, what's these? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Ollie. It's just a series of comments. Oh, no. Which are just the word Joe over and over again. I, there, there has to be a divide. You're living the gimmick, brother. You've yeah. worked yourself into a shoot. Broadway wants to know how Adam should book Samoa Joe versus Golden Joe. Samoa Joe wins, probably. Well, that was a. I mean, do you want to think about it? No. It's like I've got booking instincts, mate, and they're all they're all screaming. They're all saying Samoa Joe wins. <laughs> yeah. Well, Joe, Joe will win regardless. Fashion, of course, yeah. Joe, Hearts and minds. Joe. Uh, so the, let me go through the top comments. This is from Yajirobe. Just a thought, but wouldn't it be great to use the crap gimmick roster for characters in No Rolls Barred? We, I mean, I really like the, the crap, crap gimmick roster. And of course, we are using uh, the crap gimmick artist. Uh, he is the official artist of No Rolls Barred, Lewis. Lewis Tillett. Check Absolutely. him out on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, we, we just kind of wanted to, you know, we wanted, especially for this first season, we want to create new, new characters and, yeah. and, and make it sort of its own, its own thing. We're not, like, obviously, if, you, if there is a favourite uh, crap, um, crap gimmick, 
mm-hmm. gimmick wrestling character that you love, then one of the perks of being <laughs> a patron, I'm really good at selling. One of the perks, <laughs> I've been working in hospitality for two years, I can upsell like a pro. One of the perks of being a patron is of course you can suggest characters yeah. to be in the next show and that will be subject to audience vote. So if you are a big fan of Chris P. Bacon, as are we all, then you can um, you can put his name forward. So yeah, you can you can make it happen. We used to have the crap gimmick segment play a lot when mm. people would send in stuff. And then we had, we had Dalton Castle and Matt Taven come into the studio. Oh, wow. And we did a live thing. It was an absolute shambles. But it was a good kind of fun shambles. And I started to do crap gimmicks with them. Mm-hmm. And Dalton Castle was so bored. Ah. <laughs> but, but he's not the sort of guy who just keeps his boredom to himself. No. He sat in the he corner shared, just saying, this is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, You'll notice that crap gimmicks has slowly diminished wow. because it, it broke me. It broke your spirit. Uh, uh, let's read a Joe comment just to get yourself back on, <laughs> back on track. Well, um, Delta Frost, this has 78 thumbs up. Okay. I'm going to punch this woman in the back of the head. Ollie Davis, 2020, it's a yeah, quote. Yeah, you did say it. So I did, I thought Scotch mm-hmm. eggs were balls. Right. I'm, I forgot that we were talking Cockney rhyming because uh-huh. Scotch eggs doesn't. Rhyme with testicles. And if you had been hitting the bollocks, you would have absolutely clattered her in the back of the head. Yeah, it's a tit for tat. <laughs> it's an intergender wrestling world. No, absolutely, but like... How can Denim get away, Denim Matrix get away with some of the stuff she gets away with later on in the series, I guess? I suppose. Against like, men. I, look, Ollie, I mean, it's, it's just... It's bad optics, isn't it, mate? And I think you know that, which is why you reversed your decision because you realised, oh, am I about Only to be... Only because it wasn't the balls. Am I about to be immortalised? And in fact, you have 78 thumbs up, so that's great. The blue chicken of time and space wants to know. Okay. You should commission an animator to animate these. Oh, proper hilarious. That and proper expensive. <laughs> so once again, patreon.com forward slash no rolls barred. If you if you get us to let's say God yeah how many would we need <laughs> like ten thousand don't other other board game channels well Critical do Role animates ha- yeah, well Critical Role has like its its fans mm. animates a lot of Critical Role stuff so if you know people wanted to do that I mean like um, they literally Critical Role kickstarted an animated series and yeah. got millions of pounds for it so if you've got millions of pounds lying around. Yeah, sure. We'll yeah, we'll make no rolls. <laughs> Tony buds. Khan. Yeah, exactly. I know you're listening. <laughs> if you're looking for another tax write-off, then yeah, <laughs> check out NRB. You can't. You don't just have to be a t-shirt company. <laughs> you can be an RPG company too. Uh, Ian Berkeley actually has a suggestion. Okay. When does a 53-year-old show up out of the blue and bury everyone? I mean, the milkman is. Well, he's not burying everyone. That's for damn <laughs> sure. <laughs> He is getting buried. It's true. We should probably give Goldberg the belt because that is that will increase buy rates mm. for the the final show, the Colossal Tussle, and that's important. Mm. That's more important actually than any of our existing characters yeah. getting over our existing colourful world, where we could we could just make Bill Goldberg the champ. I mean, I'll get, I'll get on that. Yeah, Mister mm. Trossiness. This reminds me of those D and D episodes from Community. Yes, You're a community fan. Yeah, big human, love community. huge community fan. You have successfully wiped your balls on the sword. <laughs> a fantastic moment. Um, we, I actually saw another community-based comment asking, like, which of the group is Pierce in in No Rolls Bar? Oh wow! You know, these slightly unhinged, 
uh, intolerant of other people's successes, uh, showing an odd uh, hatred of women. Like, I mean, I, it's difficult to say which it's of us. It's Venom Matrix. Yeah, so if it I must had to be. say any of them. Um, let's. Uh, John Stuart Keller, speaking of Denimatrix, Denimatrix could have been more of a heel had she displayed some unseemly behaviour, Denim Pump. That is, that's very good. But yeah, I, I love what Lolo did. Yeah, character. <laughs> She's, and, and what she will yet to do. It's so disgusting. Oh my God. But, but she, she took it in such a direction that is so different from everyone else. But yeah, she caved my face in. <laughs> But she is like, she is a heel. Well, she's but she's so cool. I would, she's very John Moxley. I get that. Mm, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, should we do one more? Let's do one more. I'm trying to find one that isn't Joe related. Here we go. It's a quote from you. Oh my God. What was going through your head when you <laughs> delivered this line quoted by Zachary Pembleton? You've taught me so much, Tony. Do you want to say it in your voice, actually? You've taught me so much, Tony. It's most, mostly milk-based, but you taught me wrestling too. Um, I yeah, Kid Phillips is he's oh, he's a good boy, isn't he? I I, I when I, when the first picture was put out of him, everyone's just like, wow, he looks insufferable. He's like, no, Kid Phillips, <laughs> Kid Phillips is nice. He's the he is the the Sami Zayn, the uh, the Johnny Gargano, the heart and soul of this promotion. He is he's he's the ever ever loving spirit. Well, that stands up for the debate, is it? it? Yeah. You're the heart and Joel of this Oh, promotion. like that. Oh, God. As ZWS Pictures actually adds, whenever Kid Flips is mentioned, I just picture a clean-shaven Mark Andrews combined with Sonic the Hedgehog. Absolutely. So very annoying. <laughs> well, is Sonic the Hedgehog annoying? Yeah, he is. Uh, let's get Luke on the phone and ask him <laughs> if Sonic the Hedgehog is annoying. Well, remember, everyone, you can get in your sort of comments and questions and stuff to this little extra podcasty bit by emailing me for the moment until I pop it <laughs> off to Luke, ollie at wrestletalk.com, O-L-I at wrestletalk.com. Uh, I've been Adam, hailing from No Rolls Barred? No, no, from Parts <laughs> Unknown. God damn, God damn. Uh, all right, all right bye everyone. That's the reason we called the channel that. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so we can say hailing from. Uh, anyway, thanks everyone for, for listening to to this. We wanted to do this intro and outro as sort of like add a little bit of extra to uh, to the audio podcast that you don't just find on YouTube. But of course, check out um, every every Sunday on Parts of Unknown's YouTube channel for more episodes of No Fun. And then yeah, check out us here on on wherever you're getting your podcasts. I guess follow us on Spotify. People say yeah, and the iTunes subscribe on iTunes. Give Five us stars. money on Patreon. <laughs> Give us, send us a quid, please. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.